say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Everyone has a unique superpower. What's yours? Tune in each week to get expert advice on creating the life you've always dreamt of. Be the change you wish to see. Ignite your inspiration. Fuel your purpose. Live your passion. And fire it up with CJ.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Fire It Up with CJ show. We are going to be uh, talking to Yuval Ron and Dr. Richard Goal today about um, their wonderful albums um, and talking about sound and, and how it can actually be used for uh, therapy and uh, for healing. So uh, uh, Yuval Ron is a world-renowned musician, composer of an Oscar, and a, a music composer for an Oscar-winning movie, and um, Dr. Gold is the founder of the Pacific College of Oriental Medicine. He's uh, also in, uh, a doctorate in psychology and acupuncture. So, so welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you so you. much. That was a mouthful. and that's the short version that's the short version (laughs) (laughs) all right so i want to talk about um i was listening to um a recording that you did with um michael sandler who is a dear friend of mine on inspire nation and you had said um we want to uh we want a revolution which i thought ooh. What's the revolution all about? I'm interested in hearing more about that. So um, tell me a little bit about the revolution that you want to inspire. Well, I, I, can, I can answer to that, CJ, that uh, one thing that comes to mind is that I, I would like to have doctors use more wholesome medicine mm-hmm. uh, rather than chemical medicine. It has very strong side effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd, like, I'd like 
um, doctors to look at patients in the eyes and uh, smell them and touch them and really be concerned about them and use music in not just in the in the treating room but also in the waiting room so you mm. would come to a doctor and there would be relaxing music that calms you down and help your immune system uh, get a break and and be and and so you could receive the treatment in a better shape rather than when I go to let's say an out outpatient uh, clinic in, in a hospital for I don't know if I have I sprained my ankle and I go to the to the waiting room and there's CNN with news and no. it's and it's horrible Lord help thinking, me now <laughs> yeah and and I'm thinking to myself why why are they doing it to the patients that are right. sitting there anxious to see the doctor so you know, my vision is to 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 have every hospital and every clinic in the world have a, a waiting room where there's coming images, the beautiful nature landscapes on video screens with beautiful music that comes the nerve system, and then you go into the doctor office and there's music there, and and then when you go home, the doctor prescribed music, certain therapeutic sound that you take with you uh, on your phone, on your computer, uh, and, and you listen to it, and that promotes healing. Mm. So right. that I'm going to you to move into the center a little bit of your sure. screen, too. Thank you. Yes. Because people are probably looking yeah. at a picture of your yeah. wall at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Before the time they get the recording, yes. which we're doing on the Fire uh-huh. Purpose DJ YouTube page. Um, I love that vision. In fact, I, I will tell my chiropractor that he's doing a good job because then I went to my chiropractor and they have these beautiful nature visions and then they have music emanating. And so, and it is, it's nicer to actually have, I can't even imagine, I haven't been to a doctor's office with with news playing, but I think that that would be horrifying. It would instantly get me stressed. Well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's certainly looking for an anecdote to the white white jacket syndrome that so many people have when they go to the doctor. Yes. Their blood, blood, blood pressure goes up, their uh, pulse rate goes up, their stomachs start to gnaw. You know, so we actually have false symptoms show up or soft readings, false readings uh, because of the environment. Yeah. I think part of the revolution, too, is that uh, we've gotten to uh, so far away from what a doctor is. A doctor really is a teacher. It's not someone who just prescribes something uh, for you, but it's someone who educates you and helps you empower you to be your own, own healer as much as possible. Mm. And we're not seeking to replace um, doctors or hospitals. We see ourselves as a, providing an integrative and adjunct therapy, which... Uh, can work on both the physical and the uh, unconscious and psychological levels. Mm. Okay, I'm going to have you move back. I keep, but you guys are like you keep on moving around. Okay, perfect. So, so um, f- sorry for all the video adjustments. So, I, I, I wanted to um, ask a little bit about that because you said you see it as an adjunct to the medical treatment that you're getting. How do you see it supplementing? You know, the so, so some people may say, I don't want to abandon Western medicine. I want to do Western medicine and also listen to music. So, how would this inf- how would this music supplement the um, existing modality that you're using, irrespective of its Western, Eastern, or whatever? Well, I think it create, uh, creates an environment that actually goes uh, beyond our uh, discriminating mind, in a sense. We're not judging it. We're just absorbing the vibrations. And we can see, and what, what research has shown now, is that, uh, uh, so, I'll say scientifically uh, 
created music that uses brain entrainment and other uh, ideas of sound therapy, we can actually affect the physiology and the emotionality of an individual. And um, this can help help the uh, efficacy of a drug, help the efficacy of a procedure, uh, rather than being in conflict with a uh, procedure or feeling that the, the doctor is a, uh, a source of a antagonistic influence, it actually becomes mm. more, more conducive to healing. And how does it affect the efficacy of it? And, and I think I, I, I understand this at an intuitive level, and I've seen experientially, like, like a dear girl, a dear friend of mine has heart problems, and she has, she calls it the white quote syndrome, and I don't know if it's, she's a psychotherapist, so I don't know if it's actually literally a syndrome, but she said she, before she goes into the doctors and they do any medical work on her, her heart rate goes up, and she gets very anxious to the level that she feels like she has to take an anti-anxiety medicine just by arriving at the doctor's office. And so when they go and they take measurements, they're all like, oh my God, you're about to have a heart attack. And she's not. It's just that she's just so upset about the idea of going to a doctor. I think that's what you meant is that it affects the efficacy. Absolutely. Um, I've, because I do practice clinical Chinese medicine, um, I really see that patients are put on medications um, um, from one, one, one encounter often with a doctor, sometimes even over the phone now. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you have uh, uh, just situational hypertension and you're put on a, a hypertensive drug all the time, um, there's a chance you're going to have gross fatigue, you're going to have mental fogginess, you maybe have impotence, you may have frequent urination, you know, a variety of things. And this gets us into the realm of what's known as iatrogenic disease, which is doctor-induced disease. Oh, wow. And it's, and it's certainly not purposeful. I don't oh, mean to imply that not, at yeah. all. But um, it's, instead of trying to understand a whole person that has symptoms, you focus on the symptom and you address that symptom without regard to really what, else, what the whole picture is and whether, what other uh, phenomena might be occurring with an individual. Right. So whatever we could do, uh, we have an expression in Chinese medicine and philosophy that less is more. Mm. And, um, so if, you're, if your friend were on the way to the office or when they got to the office put on their iPod and mm-hmm. uh, earphones so they didn't disturb anybody else, and listen to music such as our music, uh, which I think actually is quite beautiful and therapeutic, there's a good chance that her blood pressure would lower before, before her test. And she finds herself in such a conducive state and hopefully in a receptive state that whatever the encounter with the doctor will be will be more successful and more clinically appropriate. Yeah, I've been um, thinking about, um, uh, 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 Yuval, it's very much what you said. Like when you go to the doctor's office, it's not necessarily they look you in the eye. It's, and, and, there's, and what's interesting, even in my... Um, uh, my uh, massage therapist, there's different types of modality where uh, they go in and I, I was doing this body of work where they squeeze your muscles really hard as a way and then after your muscles get fatigued and they finally let go as a way of retraining your central nervous system to relax your muscles. And then I thought, it hurts like heck when I go in. <laughs> And it's like, you know, it's, and I'm like, it hurts, you know, and there's kind of like, okay, I'm still squeezing, <laughs> which, which it's not, you know, it's not, it's kind of like, am I even in the equation or am I just a slab of meat here on the table? And so I've, I've been really questioning subtle modalities of healing and kind of this like, um, no pain, no gain. Um, any thoughts from either of you on, on, uh, actual research or like do they both work or kind of depends on the person or what do you find 
I, I think Dr. Gold has a lot of more experience okay. than me with that. Well, um, I don't ever think that a uh, procedure should should cause uh, harm or, or undue stress. No, I've had neuromuscular body work and rolfing where they bring you in yes. shot, they bring you right to the edge. Right. But, a, but a sensitive therapist should know where that edge is mm-hmm. and, and hopefully never cross it. Or mm-hmm. so if you cross it to come right, right, right back over. Right. Um, one of the uh, impetuses for the work that I'm doing with Yuval really uh, evolved out of my 40 years of clinical practice and always using music in clinical practice and finding that a lot of ambient music um, was becoming irritating to me and not conducive to what I wanted to achieve mm. in, my, in my practice. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I did meet Yuval and I, we discussed this, if we could bring a high level of musicality uh, so that even a sophisticated listener of music would find the music in our my treatment room to be uh, lovely and conducive. Mm-hmm. And then the layering that we do with our music to actually facilitate deeper levels of, of meditative consciousness, that we would have a package that could uh, really provide a, a healing modality. Um, and, and with that in mind, I'd say that um, we could use a lot of spiritual or even scientific words but um, what we consider as a meditative state is a, is a measurable brainwave phenomena. Mm. And what we do, we use something called brain entrainment, which is just subliminal beats in our music, which actually trains the, the brain will adjust to the dominant uh, auditory signal it's getting in that situation. And so we, we, and then once you get to that place, then the physiology begins to change. You start to see... Uh, brain secretions tra- change, uh, hormonal secretions change, um, heart rate changes, blood flow to the periphery changes, um, a real softening of the of the chatter of our minds is already mm-hmm. dissipated. Mm-hmm. And, and then the intervention or the modality uh, can be much more effective, including the spoken word of the doctor. Mm. And this is a cru- very crucial because all the negative suggestions that uh, doctors give to their patients can can be uh, heartbreaking in many ways. Right. Yeah. People, you're people, you're in a very feel, vulnerable state when you're you, in and, and you're in a power dynamic where the doctor has yes. all the power, and so there's a very um, you're, it's, it's the most vulnerable you can be. And I guess the thing I would worry about, given most doctors, <laughs> is that now, now I'm going to be listening to your music. You're going to be putting my brain into a theta state where I'm the most um, receptive to any hypnosis that you're going to give me. So if I have an awful doctor, <laughs> I may actually be <laughs> terrorized afterwards. Yeah. Well, CJ, what you said is extremely important for everybody to recognize is there's this power dynamic that occurs. And uh, certainly if you lie down on the treatment table to have an exam, in hypnotic theory, that's already a, gre- a regression is beginning to occur. Right. That's a good point. So, um, and, and the susceptibility and the, uh, the way you can use words to either enhance the experience or be detrimental to the experience is hi- highly heightened at that moment. Mm-hmm. And so uh, choice of words and patient communication, these are very crucial to a healing, a healing event. Yeah. I want to go back to two things um, that you said, Yuval, um, during the interview that you had that I listened to. Um, you mentioned about, you mentioned a couple of different things. Um, you said that language is sound. 
And I thought, oh, I got to go back and ask him exactly what you meant by that. Yes. And, be, yes. and, and I'm going back to yes. what Dr. Gold said. If, if your language is so powerful, especially, and I hadn't even thought about it, by the time you lay down on the table, mm-hmm. you're already going into hypnosis, right? So mm-hmm. whatever you say to that person is really hypno, hypno, hypnotically right. empowering to your unconscious. Right. So, right. But I want to go back to how is language sound? Well, language contains with itself the tonality of the voice, the sound. As the voice goes up or the voice goes down, if we speak with a a very limited tone, very monotonic, or if we speak in a very various wide range of musical tone, and as my voice rises and my voice goes down, that is part of the music Mm. of language. And we have also dynamics. We can speak very softly. We can speak very loud. And all this is is sound vibration. Mm. And it works just like a symphony. Just like when a symphony can, music in the movies or in a symphony can get scary or it can get hopeful. The same thing happens with language. And if we look at some Asian languages like Vietnamese, Mm. Korean, they have... 10 different words that are all li, L-I, mm-hmm. or L-E-E, but they're pronounced differently. And each pronunciation is a different, completely different meaning. Mm-hmm. So if you, don't, if you don't incorporate the correct musical intonation, you are confusing the listener. You, you, mm. the, so the word li may sound li, or li, or li, and, and so on and so forth. So there's music in, in language. But the most fascinating thing is recent studies that have uh, looked into the how we make judgments, mm-hmm. A- and they looked into uh, the the brain reactions to various different speaking uh, modes, modalities. So you would have a speaker speaking uh, using their body language, using their music, and using words. Mm-hmm. And they found out that the listeners were making a judgment about what was being said, mostly based on the sound of the voice of mm-hmm. the speaker, so mm-hmm. the, the the music, mm-hmm. the music mm-hmm. of the language. Number two, the body language. Mm-hmm. And only number three, by the actual words right. that were being s- said. Yes. And so we learned that, number one, sound Number two, body language, which has to do with visual interpretation, communication, are so deeply influential on our, our, on our mind. And so we are trying to use that as medicine, to use mm-hmm. sound, because sound goes deep into our body and our mind. It vibrates us, and, and it has incredible power. Mm. over our mind and body. I'm, so. I'm smiling because I had this one interview, and um, I uh, it's uh, I can't remember uh, James on Prague. He's a medical no, he's a channeler. He talks to mm-hmm. dead people. Anyways, his vibration uh-huh. hi- vibrates at a very very high level, mm-hmm. and when I'm with him, it keeps me completely ungrounded, and my voice goes up a couple of octaves, oh, and and uh, it's interesting because on that videotape. There was no, there was so many people saying, "You are so irritating. Won't you sh- please shut up?" I mean, people on YouTube are worth. Uh, they're so uh, merciless, vicious. right? They're vicious. So there were just 
this like awful, but but it was. I think what it is when I think back about it, it's my tonality because my voice was like, oh, I get you know, and and uh-huh. it's kind of like. You know, it was kind yes. of grating for people to listen to where my no- normal voice when I'm calm, because I've been just listening to your music for the last two hours, <laughs> is kind of comes down at a lower register. Yes. So I do think that, um, and I and I know the, sur- the survey you're talking about is this UCLA study that looked at different ways that we communicate. And I remember, because um, I interviewed someone on body language, that was like very high on the list, but I forgot about sound and, mm. and, uh, and, kind of the pitch and the tone and how loudly you speak. I'm, I'm such a loud speaker and it just irritates my children to no end. And I assume that loudness is kind of like energy getting directed towards sure. you. It's kind sure. of like me going like this is the yeah. equivalent of me talking really loud. Sure. So I, yeah. So all those things, um, I hadn't thought about it. So you think about a doctor, you know, they come into your office, they only have going back to Yes. What Dr. Gold said, right? You're yes. you're a doctor. You rush into the room. You've had five minutes to look at something. You're kind of like, whatever. So tell me about your symptoms. You know, like, <laughs> like yes, and it, it, everything yeah. is probably right. not so conducive mm-hmm. to the healing yes. process. Yes, um, I, I I know that uh, you know. There's interesting things with that. Uh, I wrote in my book, Divine Attunement, mm-hmm. about this in one chapter. How we we don't really report to ourselves how sound. And in language, the sound of language is important for us. Mm-hmm. But we make choices. We go to a yoga class and we decided we hate that teacher. Mm-hmm. We don't know why, but we, or oh, that doctor, we can't stand that doctor, we can't mm-hmm. stand that teacher. And many times it's because of the quality of their voice. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes when you have a teacher with a very soothing voice, you love their class mm-hmm. because their voice already put you into the right mindset. Uh, sometimes people fall in love with a person because of their voice. They don't even know it, but sometimes they do. Sometimes they're not. Right. Um, I I uh, receive uh, many many feedbacks when I do concerts, and I I tell stories in between. Mm-hmm. This, you know, I I kind of a storyteller, and uh, I published a book with uh, the stories. And some people came to me after concerts and they said, yeah, we have the stories in the book, but where is your voice? We mm. love hearing your voice telling those stories. Yeah. And so we were, you know, my publisher wanted me to record, you know, me the reading sound. the whole book. Yeah. But I, I acknowledge that because I'm, I'm a sound person and I understand that the, the voice vibration affects us emotionally, psychologically. And if it affects our mind, it surely does affect our body because mm. the, the mind and body work together, as we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had introduced this idea of psychoacoustics, which mm-hmm. I had never heard before. So what is that body of work and what does it even mean? Well, it's a branch of psychology. So psychoacoustic, uh, psychologists looking at what kind of psychological reactions people have to different sounds. So if you go with the music up if if you play the piano going up da 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 mm-hmm. what, what is the interpretation what what is yeah, the psychological uh, yeah. impact what, versus if you go down da 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 it turned out that people across the, the the globe regardless of culture and race and ethnicity interpret that psychologically in a similar way Mm. We, inter- we interpret dark and light in a similar way. And the same thing with sounds. 
when when sound rises, we turn tend to see it as a positive thing. Mm. When when sound go down darker to the low notes of the piano, we tend to 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 interpret it as a, as a darker or scarier or suspicious situation. And in music, there are many many ways to combine musical notes, and each combination of two notes or more create a different psychological effect in our mm. brain. So film composers, which is what I do, uh, that's what I was trained to do, uh, film composers know exactly what to do for different uh, psychological effects. It's not, it's not just inspiration that we sit and we decide, oh, we're going we're gonna to compose a beautiful song for this movie. No, we sit with the director and the director tells us exactly what the audience mm. should feel and think at every scene. And we tailor the music to cause the audience to think and feel what the director wished them to feel. So I learned from, from that field. Uh, okay, See, so like, if I, I, like yeah. for example, I was listening to Relieve Stress. Um, yes. And it was very... It was it, like a soundtrack in a movie where it's like the sun comes up and I'm like, I'm in heaven now. I'm like driving <laughs> along. I'm listening to the music and I was like, all right, like this is a pretty good day. And it's completely dark in Seattle. It's not a day where you'd look at it at sunny and you'd think it was a great day. <laughs> but I was just listening to the music and the music was helping me feel more inspired and, and happy. And then I thought, what's this believe bellyache thing? And then I was like, and I was like, what's that? <laughs> so what was happening? Um, and I want to go back. So what was happening um, with that song? So what was it that, what were the psycho um, acoustics involved in that? Like I could hear the thing that the light, oh, you know, like, yes. you know, things are getting happy and I'm all, so I saw that in relief stress. I also yes. heard the lower notes of the relief bellyache. What right, what was right. that trying to, what are the psycho well, acoustics? Well, the, uh, the relief stress is utilizing musical mode that make us feel safe. There's one musical mode that for some reason, we don't know why, but we know that it does that. It, it creates zero, zero activity in the amygdala, which is the area in the brain that ah. relates, relates to nervousness, fear, insecurity and and nervous behavior anxiety and so many many other musical scales musical notes when you play them there's certain kind of activity in that area in the brain and that can cause you to feel scared or or nervous or suspense or you know all kinds of emotions that the music causes you to feel mm. but but the, the one musical mode which I used for relief stress uh, it, it, when you hear that musical mode there's zero anxiety and fear and 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 anxiety and that's that is what we wanted to achieve <laughs> that's incredible so there's there's a it's what you created. The, the message to it, it basically turns my brain off so the the amygdala part which uh, is the amygdala. part that's yeah the amygdala. part that's like uh, picking up fear and fight right. and flight it's like right. I, there's right. nothing to be fearful of so like exactly. a little tiger could be coming at me and be like what a cute tiger <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come towards yeah. me love one okay got it interesting so what was the um uh, relieve belly ache because which had a very different tonality it was kind of a lower yes. vibration what was yes. that 
Yeah, relief tonality has to do with pushing energy in the in the areas. I, I believe is it the lower abdominal? Lower abdominal. The, the lower abdominal. So each each part of our body and each organ uh, is in a different place and it has a different mass and different weight and different areas in our body resonate differently to mm. different tones. So in order to in order to move the energy in the lower abdominal, we had to use lower tonality that wow. does vibrate in that in that chamber, that area. Wow. Uh, so, so it's a slightly different technique here, uh, and we mix several several different elements. That one element, you see, it's very layered. Uh, there's also a certain kind of uh, groundedness, the elements of earth. Uh, let me see if I can look it up and see all the different elements that I use. Well, you're doing that. I'll interject a little bit, which is um, the 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 themes that we that you've all composed and we recorded um, have at their roots Chinese medical knowledge, um, right? Which which dates back to a millennium at this point. Even in the earliest book of Chinese medicine, the the Neijing, the Yellow Emperor's Classic, which dates from about 236 BC. Say goodbye credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Each of the five elements was assigned a tone, mm. and Interesting. so so we we built things. We, we we didn't go linearly. We we went in a roundly sort of way. So we what 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 tones would be used for the organ? So for lower belly ache, it's the metal element primarily, which has to do with the large intestine and the lungs. And so we combined that knowledge from the traditional medicine into psychoacoustics. And then one of the genius things you've all does among many is he has an ear for instruments and can feel the instrumentation, how it affects the body. Mm. So which, which, and, and the, what you hear a lot of is the didgeridoo in that, mm-hmm. which, is, which, is, which is very of the earth. I mean, it's actually wood that's been hollowed out by termites. And so the, the earth element actually controls the whole abdominal region, upper and lower. And then we combine that with uh, influences from the metal, which is the large intestine. And then you have this 
more holistic composition. Uh, okay, so if someone has, you have like relief bellyache, um, relief indigestion, which I assume is in that kind of like lower part of your that's body. That's actually upper, upper GI. More. Oh, it is. Okay, got it. So they actually have different. Yeah, so, that's. Ah, uh, okay. So the relief bellyache, you said, is, is a metal. So if I, if I actually had a really bad bellyache and I wanted to listen to something else, I could listen to metal and also listen to your relief bellyache. Is yeah. that right? Okay, yeah. got it. And then um, you have things like relieve breathlessness, relieve indigestion. So do those have different elements that those yeah. correspond to? Well, the, the breathlessness is going to be a combination of metal and water because in Chinese medicine, the lungs are, we consider them a passive bellows. And it's the energy of the water or the kidneys which actually roots the breath into the body. So we wove those those elements together. Okay, got it. And then for and in, in weaving yeah. that together, sorry. Uh, so wait, uh, weaving that together. So go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, and so then in, within digestion in Chinese medicine, that's what we say. This is to be metaphoric that the liver attacks the stomach and the spleen, or the wood attacks earth. Mm-hmm. And so our theme there is to really calm the liver, calm the wood energy. That's you hear this beautiful classical guitar. And then we also are going to strengthen earth so that the digestion works better. So we take the antagonist away and we nourish the, the support, the, the root of, the, root of the, uh, the dynamic physiologic activity. Okay, so that's... Um I'm sorry, we're talking about breathlessness was, or indigestion? That was, that was in the indigestion. Okay, the, and, and what's breathlessness? The breathlessness is to help the, the kidneys... Uh, support the lungs function so the water supporting the metal mm, okay got it so so how did you come up with these four i thought these are curious ones <laughs> why these four well partly i i i, I uh, worked from my clinical experience of what are the most common problems people have mm-hmm. um and try to really uh, create remedies for those ah uh, and again, they're not to repl- displace any kind of medicine or medical advice. They're not meant to diagnose or, tr- or you know, for that. But I think that they're, they're uh, ancillary, supportive te- uh, techniques. And what we see from feedback, because our music uh, is being listened to all over the world uh, on the web, um, especially with a group called Insight Timer, which you're probably familiar I with. I have that, yes. Which people are writing to me. I wake up or on the site. I wake up in the middle of the night with a stomach ache, and I put this on, and my and I felt gurgling. I passed gas. I burped, and I felt better. Wow. Okay. So, so you'd said that it's an, it's ancillary and supportive of your existing. So let's say that. So in, in that example that you gave of the person who like woke up with a tummy ache, they just played the music, and it kind of like resolved itself by listening to the music. Um, so that's one thing. Like you have a symptom, listen to the music and see if it actually gets better um, or how it gets better. And then the other thing uh, is that let's say that I went and had a treatment with you and you would say, go and listen to this in the car. Like what would I do? How would I use this music to supplement my existing set of? Well, you can either uh, the most effective way is to put earphones on and a blindfold and just be in a quiet place. Okay. But you're not going to not going to do that driving home in your car, right? Sir. But uh, that's something that you would do at home. Um, really, it's just to play the music when you're um, when you're reading, when you're studying, uh, when you're chopping vegetables for your family if you're a parent. You know, to just help create a, an auditory environment uh, which is conducive to your health. Mm. Uh, You'll start to feel your breathing change. Your diaphragm is going to relax. You're going to breathe breathe more deeply. And then 
you might have gurgling for these with the gastrointestinal problems, you'll start to feel movement, which is usually what you need is movement because things tend to tend to get stuck. Mm. And, and, uh, and in a sense, coming from an acupuncture point of view, if I use a point at the elbow for uh, helping the large intestine, uh, the music is, is like, it's like using that needle in a sense. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, that's, that mm. same patient I might send home with an herbal formula or I might have them t- uh, go to their whole foods and get a supplementation or a digestive enzyme to enhance the treatment, to deepen the treatment, to uh, create a, a, on a timeline more longevity for the treatment. And I believe the music can function in the same way. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. An ad, it's an adjunct to, to therapy. So these are the four most common things that came into your office. Can you use them for other things, like uh, instead of bellyache, or is it like specifically for bellyache? Like well, if I don't have a bellyache, what happens when I listen to this? Nothing, or what is it? Well, you, you, you might get an increase in peristalsis, that involuntary movement in your tummy. Um, okay. Most people, excuse the expression, don't don't poop enough. Right. Uh, so it's so, good for everyone. So it's, it's music to poop, and poop more often. Now these are very specific uh, themes that we did. Uh, we had two other major productions before we did that, which are just more general uh, listening uh, to, to to be used during yoga, to use during uh, daily activities. They're not as as, as therapy or symptom specific as this mm. the, the musical music medicine series we have. Right. And so I actually saw, um, I actually, I, I think you gave me a free link to th- some of them. I also bought the one that was uh, metal, triple warmer. There's like a cup of earth, fire, yep. metal, triple warmer. Is, what are, is that the one that you're referring yeah. to? Yeah, that's the five elements and the six healing sounds. And that's specifically based on Chinese medical theory. We're very orthodox in many ways with that. Um, it's very specific to the Chinese medicine. I think your listeners might be very fascinated to uh, hear a little bit about uh, w- what the triple warmer is. Yeah. Now, the five elements are wood, fire, earth, metal, and water. That's, mm-hmm. that's, you see that in other, other um, uh, indigenous and traditional medicines. Triple warmer, san jiao in Chinese, uh, triple heater, three areas of warmth. This is very specific to Chinese medicine. Um, you don't see it appear in Ayurvedic or Galleon or any, any other traditional medicines. And this is this concept of how the elements actually weave together. It's the integrative energy. Mm. And, and this really takes us away from this uh, objectivity of the body or seeing the body in a reductionist way. We see it as a woven together web of interactivity. Um, a lot of times people see a five element uh, description and they see the energy moving in this direction. There's also energy moving in the middle, but that's two-dimensional. It's really more of a glow. Mm. And that, that weaving together and creating that circularity and that dynamic interaction on many, many parts is what the triple warmer does. Mm. Um, you, there's no triple warmer. You could cut someone open and see. Um, right. it's, it's very much just part of this energetic paradigm. Mm. And, um, and what Yuval did in that composition is he used all of the, the themes from the original uh, element ones and then wove that into more of a symphony. So when, would, our, I, when would I listen to the triple warmer one? Anytime. Okay, anytime. so it's just like, gen- is that good, like energetic balancing one? Energetic balance, uh, immune enhancing, physiologically harmonizing. Um, some people like it the best because it's a little more complex musically. You have... Mm. 
you have more of an interplay like you'd see in a whole symphony orchestra mm-hmm, where, mm-hmm. Where, where our basic themes are usually solos or duos. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, I would want to go back to you, Val, and ask because uh, you talked about uh, subliminal messages. So there's not only the actual, I'm like, I'm hearing the flute or I'm hearing this particular instrument. There are also subliminal messages. Can you talk a little bit about what that means like what are you like yes go to sleep in the background like what's what are the messages that you're <laughs> subliminal well in the first project the chinese medicine project uh we used some uh words that dr gold recorded in my studio and what he he said to the microphone are things that are associated with the qualities of the elements. Oh. So I don't recall what you said. For example, um, I'll give an example. Like yeah. they're a- they're affirmations. It's affirmations. Not like, they're really specific affirmations. Like we uh, with for the one, you are courageous, you are flexible, you're harmonious. So and this, Yuval records these, and then in the music itself, it's just below the auditory level. Wow. The, okay, but but brain, at some level we hear it. You we hear it. Right. Now I want, also want to tell you that we disclose all this on our, our liner notes and on our website. Um, so it's not it's not subliminal. We're not telling people <laughs> you know, go spend your money and buy more albums. Go to <laughs> www. <laughs> these, are, these, are, these are very specific affirmations based on Chinese medicine. Um, in the liner notes, they're all lined up. You can read them. They're they're right they're right there. And uh, what we do recommend for people who really want to go another level deeper, which is you can do the Qigong exercises related to it, which we have a Vimeo, a teaching Vimeo of that. But you could say out loud the affirmations for yourself. And what a colleague of Yuval, Dr. Mark Waldman at UCLA, has shown that the more of your senses, the more your voice, your movements, your actions, the more you involve yourself in it, the more profound the effect can be. Right. Yes. Yes. So and we use so, as a teaching tool and as a, as a sort of a therapy tool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, in the Ayurvedic uh, set, the four CD sets of the doshas of Ayurvedic medicine, we had uh, different Om chantings, and you, yeah. and again, we we invite the uh, listening audience to chant along with the chanting, which is part of the music, and there's a different Om for Vata, which is one energy condition in our Vedic medicine. There's a different kind of Om for Pita, which is a different kind of energy in our Vedic. And, and then the third quality or condition or energy is called Kapha. And, and that Kapha has a different kind of Om, which we recorded as part of the music. And if people chant along with the music, the whole experience become deeper and more mm. more effective. The last project that we did, um, the the one that you have, the uh, the six remedies of mm-hmm. um, music medicine, the mm-hmm. six six different remedies. Uh, we we mentioned the first four, but there's also two more. One is for for insomnia, sleeplessness, mm-hmm. and people listen to that when they go to sleep or before they go to sleep, or they loop it and they they just sleep with that all night. Mm-hmm. And we get a lot of feedback from children and adults that it's their favorite thing to sleep with. I mean, they travel with it. They take it with them everywhere they go and it improved on their sleep. With children, it showed that uh, children had much less nightmares Mm -hmm. 
Oh, wow. When they, when they listen to this. Uh, and uh, actually, one of the neuroscientists, uh, Dr. Uh, Anu Patel at Taft University in Boston, who is one of my colleagues, uh, he, he got it for his kids, and his kids are sleeping better. So he's very interested now to go to the lab in Tufts yeah. and, and do a study because he wants to see re- what's going on in the brain of those kids that sleep better right. with this music. So uh, there's a lot of interest in that. The last sixth remedy is uh, called uh, Relieve the Blues. And 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 that is different. It has a little bit of an upbeat, a little bit of optimistic tone to it, but it also has some some kind of a melancholic tone. Mm. So it's a combination of two different modes musically. And the idea was that you know if somebody has the blues, if somebody have a really crappy day, and mm. oh, chronically they go every day, they feel uh, uh, depressed really or, depressed. Right. Um, we need to we need to resonate with them. We can't just blast them. Ah, ha- right. Like you're music. having that happy music, you're kind of like you know they're giving you the finger. Like that's not going to yeah. really work. Maybe. Yeah, and very uh, likely they're going to turn it off. Right. There's know, no rapport. Right. It's Got it. so far from where they are. Mm. So what we do there, we have two modes, which is uh, you know resonating with them, which is a little bit mel- melancholic. Or, or there's a like in the music, there's kind of a call for help. There's a mm. kind of a, a woodwind that kind of calls you, and then there's the guitar that gives a more optimistic and movement, mm. movement and hope. So that's how that worked. Uh, we did similar things in the doshas project for our Vedic, which we um, invoked the dosha, which is uh, a certain condition in our Vedic medicine, and we also counter it in order to balance it. So oh, we gave that's it the, interesting. Okay, so it, so, was, hmm. it was very interesting because we gave we, we invoke the quality and we gave it the antidote uh, at the same time. It's a play of uh, in strengthening the energy yes. but keeping it balanced. Uh, okay, because that was one of my questions because I know with, I'm... I'm um I'm Pittavata, and so I need a lot of quotient. Like, you know, there's sometimes when I need a, some air, sometimes when I need some more fire, and sometimes when I need more earth, and it kind of yeah. depends. And so it's so, very complex because it changes every three every three hours. It's not, it's very dynamic. Oh, when you mean co- like if whether I'm I need Pittavata or yeah, I mean the the Pitta and the vata and the kapha, they, they have peaks and lows during the day and during the night. So that's why the musical system in India, every three hours there's a different musical mode that you're supposed to play because they're very, they're very in touch, they're very tuned with nature, with the cycle of light and darkness. And the quality of light in the mid-morning is different than the quality of light in the early morning. And everything affects us because we are in this cosmos that has those transitions, it keeps changing. And so it's very complex. So even if you are a pitta, your pitta rises in. And, and right. So when I listen to the pitta vata, should I listen to all three in a given day? I mean, would that be the ideal? Certainly. And, and I would say use your intuition, what, what you resonate most with. Now, if you're trying to fall asleep, you're not going to really want to listen to Pitta because that's right. more fiery. Right, you're but maybe the kosher ka- one. Kapha. The, kapha, the Kapha, which is which is earth and water and, and very, sort of heavy and sluggish at times. That'll right. help ground you more. Right. So uh, but I like to trust people's, yeah, trust people's intuition. Which I know um, 
you've all told a story, and I had this in my own experience too, that our fire theme in the um, Six Healing Sounds, there are times I just cannot listen to that. I love it. I think the bamboo <laughs> playing is bamboo flute playing is magnificent. But there are times that I don't want to feel fiery. <laughs> You know, I, I want to, and yeah. I know that uh, it happened in your kids' uh, uh, school that a teacher they was the kids were going crazy and fire was playing, and the teacher said, "Cut the music." You know? <laughs> yeah. But if they put on water or wood at that point, most likely everything would have. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Sita, I'll give you an example with Vata and Pita. Uh, I I'm a Pita person, and mm-hmm. I enjoy, most of the time I enjoy putting Vata. Uh, around me and and because that cools and that balances me and and I like to do my yoga in the morning with the vata music mm. but once in a while I just feel that I need the pita music and it's and I put the pita music and that's what I need at that time uh, and and I think that it's those times that my fire my pita my drive and energy is a little low Mm-hmm. And 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 so I sense that I need more of that. I need to balance it. Uh, you see, so it's really uh, it's very complex. Every hour, every two hours, every every moment, every morning is different. Uh, it's not as simple as saying, "Oh, you are red and you are blue, and that's it." And here I'll give you a medicine for that. Right. It's so much more complex mm. and dynamic. So uh, it's important to be awake and to be alert and to feel what what do I need now? Mm-hmm. Do, do, do I need quiet music? Do I need piano music? Do I need jazz? Do I need classical music? Do I need a boost of energy? And, uh, you know, I'm going to clean the house and I have no energy. So I know I'm going to put some upbeat music <laughs> and suddenly I have energy to dust off my, exactly. my musical instrument. Right around know? April 15th when I was doing my taxes, should have been listening yeah. to Pitta music because I can tell you there is right. a lot of resistance right. Right. doing that. Interesting. Right. So you kind of like think about, do you need to be grounded? So when do you listen to uh, Vata music? When you need to be inspired or to just kind of, you said it yes. to balance you out? Yes, yes. I, I noticed several painters in the Bay Area in California who reported to us that they, they like to paint with Vata the most. Yes. Yeah. Um, I like to do, uh, I like to listen to Vata in the mornings. Mm. In the beginning of the day, I, I like to do uh, my yoga in the morning with Vata. Mm. But mm-hmm. once in a while, I need to, Pita, as I said, yeah, but but that that is when I like it. Um, uh, you know, different people use it in different ways. Yeah, I can so, see playing like when I'm actually doing my creative work, which is writing, or and, and sadly, powerpoints is my creative work. <laughs> but when I'm doing my creative work, it may be listening to the the you know either Vata, which is like if I want to be channeling spiritual soul information i can see listening to vata if i want to get people fired up to do something i may listen to vata so i, I get it it's kind of pitta. contextual yeah or pitta rather it, it's yeah. uh, kind of contextual to what you're doing um okay i find all of this fascinating so fascinating <laughs> i'd like um, to bring up can i bring up there's something i think that's important to recognize too that, that we've done with our work and other other artists do it also but there's a huge body of, of the ambient music field doesn't do it, which we do, which is we use acoustic musicians. 
Mm. And, and what, what we can see is the vibratory quality of music, even though it might sound the same, the vibratory quality of a person playing guitar rather than a synthesized guitar by computer is a different night and day. Mm. And since this is energy medicine or vibratory medicine, the efficacy of the music we, we create, which uses uh, acoustic musicians, is going to have a more, more, more profound and more therapeutic effect. Right. And when I was listening to the interview, I think you had said it's because there's way more information embedded in right. uh, actually the vibration of actual musical instrument versus yeah. like a digital sound. And yes. so that was my other question, which is, you know, I'll go into a lot of doctors office and I hear music, you know, or which I don't even know if exists anymore or has, you know, like a soundtrack, kind of a nebulous soundtrack that sort of, um, well, that sort of sounds awful. But then there's also people that I get a massage and they'll put, you know, nice soothing music. Sometimes there's flutes and things like that. Aside from um, the using musical instruments, it sounds like the key difference between listening to that, because on, on surface, like I, because I'm not very musical, I can listen to something in, a, in an acupuncturist office and yours and say that they sound the same, but what's different is the subliminal message in there. And what else is different as part of it is that yours is very intentional, but what else is different between that and other music that sounds like that around? Yeah, well, our music is more multi-layered. There are there are breathing sounds, there are chanting sounds, there are uh, the brain pulsation, which is also subliminal. The the brain entrainment that we use, uh, there's a pulse that is subliminally mixed into the music, and that pulse oh, wow. uh, synchronizes your brainwave to go to a more relaxed vibration. Uh, so oh. we, 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 we take the listener from a beta beta brainwave to a, an alpha beta alpha and then, then theta yeah yeah and and so that brings a deep relaxation to mm. the listener that's another layer uh, we have uh, in the front we have live instruments rather than synthesizer instruments and then we have also use of special effects such as the sounds of water, mm. sound, sounds of uh, bubbling brooks, the sounds of fire for the fiery thing. Yeah. We, have, we have the sounds of... Uh, and did you actually go and record the live, like you go put like, yes. the mic into a fire or in an actual babbling brook? Yeah, we recorded some of the sound effects ourselves, and some of them we used sound effects libraries of actual recordings. Yeah. Uh, we, we created sounds of uh, wood, wood chips, uh, colliding and gently yeah. creating kind of uh, gentle sounds of wood touching wood that mm. that was created in, in my studio for the wood uh we used uh e you know each element earth right. wood water etc right. et so all these are layered in so even though it sounds mm -hmm. like that sounds like something else i may have heard there's actually like four or five layers there's the actual natural yeah, sound yeah, there's yeah, yeah. the a set sure. of mantras or uh, empowering in statements. Yes. There's actually musical. And so there's lots, even though it sounds on the surface similar, there's a lot yes. of embedded information that's in Yes, yes. It, yeah, it's, it's more rich and more invested than most of the products that I've seen in the new age and in the healing music. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, it's a field that we hope to 
energize. Uh, you know, it used to be, uh, look at the video games. I, I don't know if you into uh, if you checked out the video game scene, but it used to be that video games would have terrible soundtrack. It would be like a synthesized sound that goes, you know, just one note and another, you know, back in the 70s and mm-hmm. early, early 80s. Uh, serious musicians would never go to compose music for video games. But nowadays, video games music is just like... Hollywood movies. It's mm-hmm, it is. Uh, you know the La- the London Symphony is recording music for video games. <laughs> That's sad. You know, and and very very good musicians, very good composers are mm-hmm. are now working in this field. So this field have been evolved from being very very you know n- not much money, not much attention was mm-hmm. paid to that. Now there's a lot of money and a lot of attention mm. and a lot of talent put into mm. the soundtracks of video games. I mean, yeah, it's a shame that it's just for a video game. Why? Why? You know, it shouldn't be for the concert hall. But, but we hope to do the same thing to I this. Wish, I wish this some field. of your music was actually playing in some of those video games <laughs> to help our poor teens, including yeah. my two yes. boys. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, folks who are listening who yeah. actually now want to download the music and try it out because it sounds like you know it's embedded with so much intention and intentionality and medicine behind it. Where could they find your? Uh, where should they go to download your music? Well, we have our own website, uh, www.metamindfulnessmusic. And meta is two T's, and mindfulness is one, mindfulness, two L's. Um, we also uh, work with a wonderful company in Portland called CD Baby, okay. which, which supports independent artists. So if you go to CD Baby and you search through Yuval Ron, you use Yuval's name off. Mm-hmm. Y-U-V-A-L and second name Ron, R-O-N. Mm-hmm. Um, our music, we have our own YouTube channel, uh, Meta Mindfulness Music on, on YouTube. And uh, the Insight Timer we've uh, downloaded so people can listen for free to quite a bit of our music there. We've gotten thousands of listens there. It's really exciting. And all over the world, people are meditating uh. at the same time. So thank you so much. I've been getting past time, past time. So we have, we have to go. We actually have had a couple of questioners from listeners. And would you guys mind um, staying afterwards for a little bit to answer I'm some sure. of these user, yeah. listeners' questions? Yeah. And then, so thank you, everyone, for listening on, on Fired you. Up with CJ's YouTube page. We will answer uh, the questions that you guys have sent. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, guys. Thank you, so pleasure. Thanks for listening to Fired Up with CJ. You can join the conversation. Contact CJ Lou yourself. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and find her Facebook page and check out more shows online now. Get links to it all at FiredUpWithCJ.com Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.